Welcome to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Remember, if you've got to step away from the radio because you're headed into work or for any other reason, you don't have to miss out on the conversation we're having here on Detroit Today. You can just go to iTunes or wherever you download podcasts, download and subscribe to Detroit Today. You can take us with you and listen whenever you are ready. A little later in the show, we're going to be joined by Sonari Glinton. He's a business desk correspondent for NPR, comes each year to the North American International Auto Show. He's here this week checking out all of the interesting cars and especially the technology at Cobo Hall. He's going to talk with us about what he's seeing, what he's seeing uh, with regard to the industry, where it's headed. Uh, we're also going to have a conversation with him about his mother's experience working many years ago in a Ford plant. In a Ford plant, uh, she is going to talk. He's going to talk about her experience with racism and sexism while she was with the auto company. That'll be a very interesting conversation that you will definitely want to stay tuned for. But up first, many members of Michigan's congressional delegation have been in town, of course, this week to check out the auto show. Now they're headed back to Washington to try to address some really significant problems. They are trying to work out a deal to protect undocumented immigrants who were brought here as children, known as dreamers. And they're trying to avert a government shutdown because there is no budget in place uh, for the United States of America. That's been uh, true for some time now. They're trying to get some sort of emergency deal to keep the government open. Uh, those two issues also are unfolding as we get going into an election year when we all know that things are more difficult to work out in Washington. So joining us now to catch us up on what is going on with those issues in Congress is Congresswoman Debbie Dingell. She represents Michigan's 12th congressional district here. Debbie, welcome to Detroit Today. Good morning, Stephen. It's great to be with you. Yeah. Uh, so let's start with the the emerging details of uh, a budget plan that is supposed to hit the House floor, I think, tomorrow, Thursday. Uh, this would extend government operations for a month, not a terribly long time. I guess the thing that, that pops into my mind when I think about that is that this is something that, that could just go on and on in an election year. In other words, if you just extend it a month, you're setting up the same showdown in February. There won't be any more incentive in February to get a long-term deal. And as you get deeper into the year, there's less and less as people think about facing voters. So first of all, I'm going to tell you, I don't care that it's an election year. There are certain responsibilities we have to the American people that we need to be getting done. I am not clear uh, what will come to the floor. The Republicans caucused last night at 8 o'clock. They're caucusing again this morning. Mm -hmm. uh, they are trying to kick the can down the road one more time, but I know a number of members of the Freedom Caucus are not willing to kick the can down the road one more time. And there are other Republicans, such as David Trott, who said on Flashpoint in December that he wouldn't vote for a budget bill in January that didn't have DACA. Right. And we start hitting deadlines. Yesterday, the Secretary of Homeland Security testified that if it, we, they won't be able to do what they need to do to protect these young people uh, pretty soon because we're running up against this deadline. 
So there are a number of things that we have to do. I mean, first of all, if you talk to the Secretary of Defense, you talk to people at the Pentagon and in the military, we do need to raise the cap on defense spending, and they need certainty so that they're doing what they have to do to protect this country. But then when you also, we need to also take the cap off uh, non-defense spending. One-third of that budget is simply for national security. So uh, the Homeland Security budget is in there, uh, a variety of things that keep us safe every day. Uh, We need to do CHIP. Now, rumors are that CHIP will be in the bill this week, uh, and they're going to try to get us with a six-year extension, which is something we should be doing, by the way. We shouldn't be playing partisan games with children. But Republicans don't know if they have the votes, and and, uh, I... was with a lot of Republicans for the car show in Detroit. It was great to be with them. There wasn't any partisanship touring that car show. And I came back here, saw some senators last night, and think it's a 50-50 chance that Republicans could end up shutting down the government. Yeah. I I mean, I I tend to think that a government shutdown would would hurt the Republican majority quite a bit. I mean, in political terms, I think uh, it would visit more harshly on them. Than, than other people. Uh, of course, it, it also has consequences for those of us who depend on government functioning to, to have things uh, go right in our lives. Um, the, I, I want to talk for a second about this, uh, this. By the way, nobody does well. The government should not be shut down. It should never shut down. It, That's it, right. And the American people are going to blame everybody. You know, Republicans are going to try to blame Dems. Dems are going to try to blame Republicans. And the American people are going to say, shame on you. Get your acts together and work together. Yeah. Uh, th- this idea, though, of using a six-year extension for S-CHIP, uh, the, 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 the child health care uh, program, which uh, I guess is called S-CHIP here in Michigan, um, uh, that's, I mean, that's something that, that – Democrats are desperate to do that. It used to be a bipartisan issue. Well, it's not only uh, Democrats. Republicans want to do it, too. Governor Snyder has communicated with all of us right, right. about how important this is and how the kids need it. It's a lifeline for nearly nine million, I can't talk this morning, million children in the United States and 116,000 in Michigan. And and the idea, though, that this gets wrapped up in the budget deal, I mean, this this sort of, I guess, uh, for me, reflects this, this inability to govern that is not new in Washington. This is not just about uh, this current Republican majority. We've had this going on for a really long time. And I wonder, as somebody who uh, has been around Washington for a very long time, what you think is the is the lever we need to pull to make that go in a different direction? Is there any is there any possibility that we can get the majority of the people who are there to represent us in Congress to, to think about governing instead of these kinds of uh, political maneuvers? I think, well, first of all, I think the American people need to start demanding it. And if they've got people that aren't going to work across the aisle, they should show their dissatisfaction at the ballot box, both sides. Because uh, I think that's, I mean, I know that's what my constituents want me to do. They want me to fight for jobs. They want me to fight for people's pensions. They want me to fight for uh, freedom of religion for everybody, not to have people attacked. Uh, They want me to fight for children's health insurance. I work with everybody. I work across the aisle. I have many friends that are Republicans. I organized the group that came to the auto show. 
the Republican chair of the Energy and Commerce Committee, the Republican subcommittee chair that I did autonomous vehicle legislation with, both came to the car show. And I think that we need to have Republicans and Democrats willing to work together and that we need to remember that compromise is not a dirty word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. Uh, I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is Congresswoman Debbie Dingell. She's a Democrat, represents the 12th district here in Michigan. We're talking about what's going on in Washington right now with the emerging details of a budget deal that may hit the House floor tomorrow. Also talking about immigration and how uh, the issue of undocumented immigrants who were brought here as children fits into these budget negotiations and other politics in Washington. Uh, we're also going to ask her what she saw when she was here earlier this week uh, for the North American International Auto Show preview. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, uh, have a question for the Congresswoman, want to talk about what's going on in Washington, especially if you want to talk about how we get to the point of actually governing as opposed to a political one-upsmanship in Washington, give us a call, 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDT Facebook page, put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll work you into the conversation. Um, uh, Debbie, I want to I talk about DACA and and the the strange back and forth of the last uh, week or so uh, with regard to not just that issue, but a bigger immigration deal. I thought uh, before the president's comments about countries in Africa and Haiti and El Salvador, I thought there was there was a pretty hopeful uh, sign that we were we were closer than maybe we've ever been to uh, a big picture immigration deal. And, and he was talking that way and he had some Republicans talking that way. Now it seems, I don't know, we're further away from that deal and still unable to come up with a way to stop what would be, I think, an absolutely horrific uh, consequence, which would be the deportation of these young people uh, who, who were brought here as children, don't know any other place as home but America, um, but, but are not here legally. So I think that his comments last week were horrific. And it has clearly set the whole dialogue back. He had earlier in the week indicated that he would go along with the kind of deal that Republicans and Democrats uh-huh. worked out in the Senate. And I think people need to remember who these young people are. They were brought to the United States through no fault of their own. They're our neighbors. They're our friends. They're part of the fabric of our communities. And many of them know other know no other home than the United States. Unfortunately, we saw this just tragic deportation in Detroit this week. Yeah with George Garcia, who's old enough to technically not be a dreamer. But his parents brought him here at 10. He's married to an American citizen. He has children, been active with the UAW, never had a parking ticket, never did anything, never did anything to violate the law. One of the most law-abiding citizens you could have. And he was just torn from his family. We need comprehensive immigration reform. We do need to keep bad people out. But we are a nation of immigrants. Our grandparents, our great-grandparents came to this country. So let's do comprehensive immigration reform. And when you see these young people, Steve, on the Hill working, 
and just so scared about what's going to happen to you, you cannot not cry. Right. I mean, it's, you know, in the faith community, business leaders, Mary Barra, uh, Ford, law enforcement are all imploring the Congress to pass the DREAM Act. Polling shows that the American people overwhelmingly oppose deporting these dreamers. 81% of independents and 57% of Republicans. Yeah. We've got to do something. L- let me it's, ask you they're, this. They're people. L- they're not, this isn't a war of words between two parties. These are real people. Right. Uh, let me ask you this question as a Democrat, though. I mean, w- w- one of the things that uh, some Republicans say is that Democrats have got to come off of the extreme position that they have about border security. Uh, in, in some people's minds, that means at least discussing this idea of a wall, which, which, look, I'll be upfront. I think that's a preposterous idea as an American. Uh, I think this is a country that w- runs around the world telling, telling other countries about tearing down their walls, and we're talking about building one. But as a political expediency, do you think you have to get to the point where you will bargain with Republicans and the president about that issue? We always have to be willing to talk to everybody. I think the wall is an insane idea as well as you do. But I do think we need strength in border security. And by the way, we need strength in border security not over, only at the southern border, which is what everybody talks about, but at the northern border. You know, Canada's a great neighbor, but I as a kid grew up on the St. Clair River in St. Clair. I didn't even know Canada was another country. Yeah. I'd get on our little boat. I'd go to Stag Island. I'd just go straight across the river, which isn't far, as you know and get up and go see friends. I mean, it's really easy where we live to get across the border. I am not against increasing our security, our national security at the borders, and I think it should be both sides. But let's not fixate on something that doesn't work. Let's work together on something that will work. Yeah. Uh, Let's take one quick call here before I let you go, Debbie. I know you have to, to run. John in Windsor. John, welcome to Detroit today. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Congress movement, thank you for uh, being on. My question is about NAFTA and the uh, disastrous effects it would have if the current administration decides to tear it up and make America first. We're looking at 20,000, 30,000 auto jobs in the Windsor region alone. Secondly, if we're going to go to a trade war, I don't think, I'm currently setting up a $20 million company, and I've talked to my U.S. suppliers, and I've said, if this happens, I'll be buying from Europe or from China. Yeah. And they went, what are you talking about? And I said, well, your guy wants to go to war. Yeah. Your uh, comments, please. A uh, great question, John. I really appreciate uh, that. And I especially appreciate the perspective from across the Detroit River and how this stuff looks internationally. Uh, Congresswoman, I'll give you a chance to, to answer. Canada is a good partner. You have actually your labor uh, statement related to NAFTA is probably stronger and better than the United States of America. Uh, but we ha- So we've got to figure out how we protect and preserve, and I am totally committed to it. Your prime minister has talked to me, your trade minister has talked to me, and I'm totally committed to protecting our relationship with Canada. You know, we just even, we're, you and I are talking cars right now, which mm-hmm. is, you know, I'm a car girl. But just the nurses that come across sure. the tunnel or the bridge every day to help make sure that our hospitals have the, the, the workers that they need are absolutely critical. But we do have a problem with Mexico that is not paying fair wages. It is way uh, underpaying. Its environmental standards are not the same. And we have to, in these negotiations, figure out how we're going to address the Mexico issue 
or figure out how we go forward. And I agree with the president on this, that uh, it has cost the United States jobs and that it is very difficult for Canada and the United States to compete against these very low wages that are not even a living wage uh, in Mexico. Yeah. Okay, Congresswoman Debbie Dingell, representative of the 12th District here in Michigan. Thanks, as always, for joining us on Detroit Thank you. And everybody needs to go see the car show. Yes, the car show is uh, very cool. I wish we could have gotten to that, but I know you have to run. Uh, Yeah, I want to go to caucus and hear what's happening. (laughs) That's right. You're about this budget deal. All right. uh, Thank you. Up next, we are going to get to Sonari Glinton, a business desk sports correspondent for NPR. But first, we're going to hear from uh, W. DET's Pat Batchelor about that light, that noise in the sky last night. What was it? Stay with us here on Detroit Today.